everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual support through your downloads, through your shares. I want you guys to keep it going. I am so honored and appreciative of you all, each and every one of you. Every time you press share, every time you make a comment, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's keep it going. Uh, Also, for those of you that are now clients of mine, thank you for your business and thank you for entrusting your healing journeys to me. We are making some amazing strides. So if you are looking for a coach to join you on your journey, go ahead and find me at www.iamreneroberts.com. Right there, you can find my booking link. Don't forget, guys, I tell you each week, I offer free consultations. So it costs you nothing except about 15 minutes of your time. All right. And if you're not already following me on Facebook and Instagram, uh, go ahead and do that at I am Renee Roberts. While you're over there at Facebook, you can join the Coach My World Podcast Fam Facebook group. Uh, Once again, that is for this particular podcast where all episodes are posted and conversation is greatly encouraged. All right. And of course, Of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and forward progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. What is up, fam? I hope that this week has left you sane and you are ready to enjoy and appreciate your weekend. Yes, if you're like me, whether I have something planned, whether I'm just going to be doing schoolwork, or whether I'm just going to be doing nothing, the weekend is always clutch. Yeah. So let's get our weekends kicked off with some goodness. You know, in the last Family Matters Matters episode, we got into the danger of family secrets. So if you have not had a chance to go and listen to that, I want you to go ahead and get into it. All right. After this episode, though, let's go ahead and finish this one out. So this week, we're going to get into the messiness of family social wars. You know, the passive aggressive and sometimes super aggressive events that just unfold on the social media platform between friends and family right? You've seen them, you've read them, and maybe, just maybe, you've been a part of them. Now, for most of us, we are on social media for entertainment. It's a pastime. Some of us are doing business on it, such as myself. And then it's it's good networking and social connections, right? But then there's this other population that uses social media as a platform to just air out dirty laundry, to be messy and dramatic, to bully people, and to publicly put people on blast, like literally putting people's business out in the social media streets. Now, this free social platform has literally been designed for so many positive and productive reasons. Um, but it has now become a space where individuals are just they, they have the space to be nasty and mean and disrespectful and just all out hostile. Now, as bad as this sounds, some people actually don't have an issue with it. <laughs> right. That. I mean, I'm chuckling not because it's funny. I'm chuckling in disbelief. And unfortunately, we are in a social climate that celebrates this mess. It supports it and it justifies these behaviors. 
Now, I have read and I have observed countless interactions that I deem socially inappropriate, especially in light of talking about having healthy communication, which, by the way, is definitely a rare art in the social media sector. Okay, I mean, I I used to be a junkie for it, just looking for the fights and reading for the arguments and Oh, my God. Like, it's crazy, right? But disrespect and tactlessness have actually become honorable and respected by a whole generation that's being led and conditioned to believe that those types of behaviors are acceptable uh, and that it's okay to operate in these ways. Why? Because I'm going to get all the likes. I'm going to get all the follows. Like, it's those kinds of things that uh, boost a lot of these people's accounts. And I think that is so unfortunate. Now, that's an entirely different episode, though. I I need to address that in the future. But I needed to provide a premise to this maladaptive behavior that's happening on social media. So I promise I'm going to get into an episode one of these days about that part right there, this generation that's been conditioned to believe that this mess is good. All right. Now, so I just want you to see how that impacts the next generation. But it is also negatively impacting our family units, y'all. Families are literally in war. Do you hear me? All out war on social media. There's no honor. There's no respect. There's no love being exchanged. It's just a bunch of vow, injurious words. And even sometimes, look, they get down and dirty and start showing photos. We call them receipts. Yeah. That just exasperate the division and the fights that are already existing in the family union. Don't don't get it twisted. Social media did not create these dynamics. Let me repeat. Social media did not create these dynamics. It did not. uh, It is not the cause. It only highlighted and worsened those pre-existing issues that are in our families. Now, when you see family members going at each other like that on social media, they were already doing that in person, honey. I'm telling you. So I'm not here to place a negative light on social media. No, we're not doing that. That would be hypocritical of me because social media is not the issue. It is not the problem. The problem begins right in our families, right in our homes, right in our our family units. And the dysfunction is just spilling over into the plat- plat- the public platforms like social media. And when I say social media, I'm not just talking about uh, Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and what's the other ones out there? Uh, Snapchat and uh, I'm, t- you know, I'm, this, this includes YouTube too. All right. They got a whole following and comments and things like that. So we're talking about the whole platform of social public social media. Okay. Um, throwing hands, that's a phrase we use when we're talking about fit, being physical and fighting. You do understand that this gen- didn't just start. Throwing hands have been around since probably since before you were born. Then it's just now easier to capture and make worldwide through social media. People are putting it on camera now. We're videoing it. We have smartphones, got little computer devices in our hands all everywhere we go, and you can capture it, and in the click of a button, the whole world can see it. 
So let's get into this a little bit because I, I really want to dive into this whole how this fits in the fam- family dynamic or how it's affecting it. Let's talk about why. Why families engage in social media fights. What's up with that? You know, my family, you know, not that it is all together or or that it was um, that it's perfect or it doesn't have that it doesn't have issues. It does. It's like any other average family, maybe with hints of dysfunction (laughs) because all families have dysfunction. But one thing we're not going to do, one thing you will never find is us on social media posting about our issues and sending subliminal messages through posts and highlighting certain quotes for, you know, to say this to someone. You know, I I would have people at times when I would post certain comments, I mean, not comments, certain quotes or even certain, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Repost certain quotes that they take it personally. Like, oh, you know, were you talking about me? Sus, bruh. I don't have time to play games like that. I just, I'm just saying what I liked. I'm sharing what I liked. I'm liking what I liked. But be- I'm understanding because of the climate, you know, of course people would think that's, that's what's going on because that's become the norm, right? So, uh, I, I wanna, I, I, I want us to deal with this because people are literally, uh, engaging in excessive online arguments, uh, but they're doing this because most times they're emotionally dysregulated. There's a dysregulation in their emotional set. Now, let me explain that to you. Emotion dysregulation is simply a span of emotional reactions that do not align with desirable emotive reactions especially depending on the stimuli or what's provoking it, right? So simply put, let me just give you, let me take you out of that whole psychology realm. I'm simply saying when someone is emotionally dysregulated, they have a crossed over the healthy norms of emotional response in a given situation. Yes, there are healthy norms, okay? Don't argue with me like who can say what's normal and what's not. There are healthy norms that we should be falling into emotionally when it comes to responding to certain things. This is how we can measure whether the response was excessive, whether it was underwhelmed, or whether it was within the range of average. All right. Now, when emotional dysregulation has been normalized as an expected way of reacting, the platform does not matter. People will fight on the streets. They'll cuss you out in the grocery store. You could be in the club. You could be in the church. You could be in the courtroom. You could be on social media. When emotional dysregulation is in play, it does not matter where you are. It's going to pop off. (laughs) Okay? So emotional dysregulated, uh, emotional Dysregulation is just one answer to why family engages in social media fights. Here's another reason uh, for families just cutting the fool on social media. Because they actually need validation in a given situation. But they lack the tools to validate themselves or to let their family know what they need validated. 
So we operate a lot of times in pride. We want to act like we have it all together. And knowing that you really needed this validated. Your feelings were hurt. You needed your family or a member of the family to validate. Why are you on social media? Because you're hoping that social media, all the comments, all the followers, all those that are liking and reading it, that they're going to validate what you're feeling. All right. We have to learn how to validate ourselves. And if we're struggling with validate self-validation, it is important to have conversations with those people that you feel need to validate whatever it is that you need validating. Okay. Another reason is because for some people, social media has become their norm for speaking all of their thoughts and their business. (laughs) Just putting everything out there. So for some people, it's just normal. This is this is what I do. I talk. I don't have enough friends. So I just talk to social media and I speak through social media. I speak everything on my mind from what I want to eat, what I'm wearing, what I'm thinking. You know, even if it's thinking something bad about somebody, I want to tell social media about every argument I've had in my family and how I'm so pissed with this and that. (sighs) It's the norm. And we just speak, we just run our mouths like diarrhea on social media. All right. So that's just another reason. Uh, Another one I thought about and I was in discussion um, with Coach LaShawn and uh, she she mentioned for expose, you know, that that need to just expose the family. And I'm going to show the world how bad the, the family is or how bad this individual in my family is. Their ultimate motive is to to embarrass and or to get revenge. So you understand like these are these are some of the reasons that that literally people are outing their families and being so horrible on social media when it comes to private matters. But regardless of the reason, this type of behavior is going to sabotage and destroy the family unit unit every time. Every single time. So I want to give you a few strategies that's going to help decrease those types of behaviors amongst yourself, whether you're having heated debates on social media with anyone, it could be a stranger, or having a personal spat with your family members, okay? These are the things that are going to help you keep it classy and not trashy, all right? Okay, here we go. I only got four for you. So the first one, think before you respond. And these are very practical things you've probably heard before in other situations or other toolkits. But here it is again. Think before you respond. Sometimes we are too reactive and not responsive enough. Sometimes we just jump off. We just jump off without even thinking about it. We let our emotions get the best of us instead of letting our allowing our intellect to have some input into how we are going to emotionally um, emotionally respond in a given situation. So I encourage you to start thinking before you respond. Sometimes you may need to throw it off on somebody else that's a little more sober than you emotionally before you respond. Because you may find that it's not even necessary to respond on social media. I just need to, if, if I know the person, I'm going to respond. I'll talk to them on the side. I don't need to publicize it. Don't let your, don't let your pride get the best of you where you feel you have to defend yourself publicly. You don't have to do all that. You don't have to do all that. Don't, don't stoop. Don't stoop. Take the higher road. Think. Use. <laughs> back in the day, it's like, use your noodles. Use your noodles. Use your mind. Use your thinker and think before you respond. The second thing, be intentional with having a discussion with your family in person. What has happened to people not being able to have discussions? 
I don't understand where where is oh I'm I'm not gonna bash y'all. I'm not gonna do that. That's what that's not what I do on here. But I'm just I'm I'm confused. What has happened to being able to have a a decent and safe conversation or discussion when you are having an issue versus getting on social media and being passive aggressive and just throwing things out there. I mean, and people do it, you know, and and want to say, you know, who I'm talking to. <sighs> okay, that's it. Number two, be intentional. All right, number three, remind yourself that some things are better left off of social media. Some things are just actually better left unsaid, but definitely left off of social media. Just some things you should not post. Some things you should just not comment to. You know, there are so many things. Like I told you, my family, we don't get into that. But there are times I read things that I am so not in agreement with that stirs my blood. And I'll read it over and over and get my thumbs prepared to respond and the maturity in me is like, girl, for what? Like, what is it going to solve? Like, what is it going to do? Is it worth it? Nope. It's not worth it. And I'm not into having wars. If I can't say something that's going to be uh, received or, or seen as constructive versus combative, then I'll hold it to myself. But that all plays into that number one I gave you thinking before you respond. I think a lot before I respond. So many, for most times I just don't respond. Doesn't mean I don't have a thought, but it just means that my intellect contributes greatly to whether responding is necessary or not. Okay. So just remind yourself that some things I just need to not say, I need to be quiet about. Let me go tell my friend about it. Let me go tell my partner about it. Let me just blow it off that way. But don't, don't get on social media acting like that. All right. And then the last one, it does not benefit you nor the family when this, that happens. Okay. The only people supporting that type of behavior are those that are just as dysfunctional. So you want to make sure that you are reminding yourself to be beneficial to your family, not being a, a liability, all right? And when people are hurrah and hurrah and hooraying that that foolish foolishness on social media, I almost said a cuss word, y'all. Forgive me. <laughs> but that bull... <laughs> They are the ones that demonstrate the same types of behavior, okay? And they are just as dysfunctional because that is dysfunctional behavior, all right? <sighs> Fam, let me breathe because I don't know. I just totally get irate inside with that kind of stuff. I don't think it's good. It's not good. And for us to have such amazing privileges with something such as advanced as social media we could be doing so many good things with it why and, and a lot of us are so we're not talking to those of us that are using it in that way but for the others that are just taking their liberty at making this like a boxing ring an mma mma uh cage and all this other foolery we gotta come on come on we, we gotta do better and you know what? Your family may not be the best. I'm not saying you have the best family. Your family may be toxic as heck. You may not even be in a good space with your family. You may be disconnected or or disconnected with some of the family, the individuals in your family. But understand this, to get on social media and act unseemly, act 
crazy, be disrespectful and dishonorable is the worst thing you can do. You, you, you purpose to be, you should want a purpose to be the catalyst for change for your family. Be that bigger person, which people hate that. They hate that phrase, be the bigger person. But we got to get back to that. Be the bigger person. If you see it, address it on the side. I have had clients, I kid you not, I've had clients that I've had to text on the side and say, hey, hey, take that down. Take that down. Don't don't do that. That's going to create more issues. Like, take that. Why are you posting that? I, I'm going to hold you accountable if we're in relationship, right? And we all should do the same. You have their number. You don't have to get, I don't even get public on, on the post with them. I'm not going to comment on the post. Take that down. No, you have their number. And if not, you can DM them or put it in their inbox. Just be mature enough to deal with it in a healthy way. You don't deal with it by striking it with more fire or pouring more gasoline on it. Use your intellect. We're smart people. Stop this passive aggressive posting, you know, where we're just posting things for people to read that you really need to have a one-on-one dialogue about with the person you're you're having an issue with and the person you want to see that post. Come on, y'all. And if that's too complex to handle alone and it's too volatile, seek some professional advice on how to handle it in the safest way possible. And if you don't have a professional to consult uh, for advice, contact me. This is what I do all day long. Contact Coach Renee. Look, I'll help you walk through how to maturely deal with these types of situations. All right, because the ultimate goal for me would be to help you to get through it in the safest way possible and with the least uh, amount of damage, emotional damage as possible. Does that make sense? Ooh, I love you, fam. And I know y'all can do this. As I tell you every week, I believe in you. Just remember this, being disruptive and nasty does not make you strong. It doesn't make you respected. It doesn't make you cool and popular. It may make you popular, but that's negative attention. And it and it's actually discrediting your character. It's actually causing people to not want to deal with you. And it's actually ruining the opportunity for your family to mend and to heal for it. So until next time, watch yourself, be mindful, be careful. Don't get caught up in foolish arguments on social media. Let love be the basis of all your behaviors and just watch, just watch how your life thrives. I promise you, you'll see yourself at higher levels as you continue to move forward in that manner. All right, fam, y'all got this. I know you do. Y'all have a great one.